Good afternoon, everybody. How y'all doing? Welcome to another edition of Good Vibes with Jason B. A Broad Minds and More podcast. Let's get today started. Today's episode is strictly about podcasting and getting the launch, getting the listens, and so on and so forth. But there's some specific things that I've been talking with a few other podcasters here on Anchor.fm. We've been talking about getting our listens, getting our our message out, um, getting action and reaction from our public and is there is the analytics really there that supports it so we're going to talk about that specifically and so we'll just dive right in so you know my listenership has tremendously dropped off um, according to the analytics of of anchor um, it says that I'm yelling it in like 7 to 10 uh, 13 estimated listeners per episode so and maybe my topics are kind of dull or maybe the what I'm projecting is not really meeting where people what are people listening to what they're trending to Um, I'm having issues of trying to unlock my Twitter account so that people can tag me or whatever I was never really a big fan of Twitter before but um, and leveraging social media, leveraging the possibilities of what social I can do with social media. Um, in all reality, I've actually been a semi-anti-social media, and it, it comes from uh, not having the trust, uh, the trust in um, my device that I use. I use an iPhone X, and then having the trust with Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and so on and so forth but where do you go for distribution how do you get really people to listen that's the million dollar question I guess you could say Um, to be interesting you don't know you you really don't know about what's really going to gain a listener but um, there is a few certain criteria that I feel as a person you're going to really need to focus on and um, everyone's talked about it authenticity and being real you know real to where people can identify with you you know um, you may be speaking about basket weaving you could be speaking about love and relationships business you could be speaking about self-development but you really have to I, I have to say this even for myself as I've been developing and looking at my podcasting is the specifics about your podcast subject matter. So um, there's ways you can research to see the type of a subject matter that you want to talk about and scroll through the different podcasts and get a range of what people are already saying and look at their ratings. You know, you can see people's ratings on Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts on Apple iTunes. There is a way you can look at the podcaster, look at the comments. Engaged listeners, you know, are, are is the second fate, you know, second most important part. Are you introducing material that invites people to interact with you? Um, I feel that's like a really, really big aspect. Um, if you're using... What I've learned is if you're using podcasting or Anchor as a personal uh, blog, um, 
there's only so many people who really want to listen. I mean, some people's stations, I feel, are informative and they are giving personal reference to things that they are interested in or talking about or what's going on with them. But not too many others are really catching my interest. So if that's not catching my interest, I'm thinking like other people. And how many people are switching from watching television to podcast material or the spoken word? That's another big area that you really need to, you know, focus on. So what are the powers that, or what are the things that will um, boost your, your podcast, your podcast station? You are going to have to eventually get to technical. Anchor really, anchor.fm really is the simplest, most way to make a podcast. But when you want to step up your game, there's so many different platforms that do take a fee. Um, some have like where you they'll influence for you. They'll create commercials or send little samples of um, of your of your particular station or or your 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 material. You know, um, I thought it was a great idea. I was listening to one other podcaster giving previews, little audio preview to people, um, just just to send out samples and. The thing is, is like when you're doing that, you are going to have to leverage your friends list, you know, through your social medias. I know for me, I've been a little bit more reserved when it comes to that specifically because I don't want to bother my friends with my material, but my friends are my friends and my family are my family. And, you know, their involvement is, you know, can you need to talk to them and say, hey, I've got some material. Would you mind sharing this with a few people? You know, just a couple people, you know, but in order for a lot of people, my friends to share it, they got to like it. And some of my friends, they'll be like, oh, I don't like your shit, Jason. I really don't. That's fine. That's okay. So, but you got to look at the positive momentum you got to build. And I believe cover art is a strong um, resource. Uh, So I'm learning about cover art, like album art, Um, how to leverage cover art and advertise like things on Instagram. And I think that's why people are going more to Instagram and Twitter for the Instagrammers. People are just viewing to like past time, you know, there, that's what I do on it. I don't really involve too much on my Instagram. There's a few people I like to engage with. Uh, There's no doubt about that. But Instagram is just something that it's like, okay, I like, don't like, you know, if there's something that it's an issue that I really want to talk about or talk to or comment on, like, I think the one, the most common ones I comment on is the Washington post. Um, I really enjoy their Instagram, what they put out in issues, um, something they can be biased, but you know, I can choose whether I want to really scroll up or scroll down or whatever. Um, so yeah. And then, so the next part is, is like listening to, um, other podcasters, find the most popular podcasters that you can, are, you're similar to your style and look into how they're promoting, how they start their show. Um, if they're giving shout outs, um, how they're using the email to get people to get listeners you know, they're saying, or 
there are experts who are saying that the field for podcasting is so wide open that, you know, there's exponential amounts of listeners not being, not, not, not even being tapped, you know, so you got to kind of influence those people who've never listened to podcasts or want to. Um, so what do we do about that? You know, and it does take you making little videos. Um, there are quite a few podcasters that I know that have switched from just recording audio to now they are recording YouTube. So YouTube is still one of the kings of the castle um, for that level of communication, but not a lot are tapping into using the audio recording from the video recording and making it into a podcast because there are some things where you got to kind of take a commercial break or whatever. And then also I've been learning about how to record with phone callers, interviewees. And that's the thing is, is if you're going to interview someone, um, I think that's the most, um, useful thing that you can do for your podcast is interviewing strangers and not just friends, but experts, people who specialize, someone who really enjoys the craft about the subject matter. So talking about them, putting their hashtags against their names, um, you know, going over that interview spot can, it really interests people. And there are radio stations from some, um, friends that I've heard from that want to sample off podcasting stations because let's face it, the radio is still around, but it is under threat because, you know, the digital audio world is kind of walking away from the marketing uh, style of radio stations like what we listen to in AM and FM. I still listen to AM radio because I feel it's more talkative. I listen to NPR and KMBR 680 for my sports radio, and then I listen to politics. Um, I listen to different things like about writers, books, uh, music, um, specifically for producers, um, experts, and that's really, AM is so much more better for me because it can be a station that's based out of St. Louis, Missouri, or, or San Diego, and I can hear it better, but FM is the more better um, actual quality audio product, but FM works locally based more. So you're working off affiliated um, broadcasting radio waves in the FM, but it's a still limited audience and it's hard to tune in. So AM to me is is much more reliable um, and I still listen to it. Now there are people listen in cars, people listen in their headphones or iHeart. I know iHeart has kind of been taking the backseat, iHeartRadio, lately. Um, and then same with Pandora and, you know, like companies like Spotify and Amazon Prime, Apple. These guys have really honed in the monopolies to, or SoundCloud too, honed in the audio monopolies. But that's because the other industries weren't paying attention enough to take advantage of when it was 
not as monopolized. So we have to look at the aspect of, you know, when you're creating your podcast, what are the different avenues you can take? Like if you do get someone approaching you about, hey, I'd like to sample from your station. Um, I was just talking to another podcaster. I said, be specific, have them write a request for every single sample and give a timeline and how much you're going to be paid for it. Yes, you got to be paid for your shit because once they sign the use of your podcast, um, it goes into fair use or you have to give intellectual property rights for a certain period of time. So just like any musician or band, they give rights to play their songs on the radio for such a period of time for an exchange for a certain amount of money. Well, you need to watch out because, you know, they can own the rights for distribution for whatever you agree to. So you really got to pay attention to what's going on with that. But that's for the, you know, if you've got a really good podcast station, not for the beginners. Beginners, you don't need to worry about that shit because it's, it's so, you just need to get started. So if you're a beginning podcaster, you know, um, I would suggest just work really hard, talk to people. If you got to create business cards, pass them out, talk about your stuff, make commercials, you know, you can do it, you know, and influence and leverage your social media as best you can. And just remember when you are podcasting, it is not private anymore. So whatever you talk about, um, you got to be able to answer for. So I think that's another important aspect of, of podcasting is I was listening to a friend of mine where she was regretting of some past episodes that are really starting to bite her in the ass because she was getting way over personal. So you got to be careful about what you're saying because you may be an episode where you recorded it in February, but you get a lot of attention because of trending words or issues and your episode comes up and then you're like, oh damn, I forgot what I was saying and now I want to change my mind. Well, it's very difficult to unpublish things. That's the key is once you publish it, it's very hard to remove it. Now I know Anchor is, they're working on that where you can unpublish stuff, but you may unpublish on Anchor, but it still might be available on like Radio Public or uh, Apple iTunes uh, podcast or Apple podcast. It can still be available or Spotify. So you got to really watch and leverage, you know, your material and being specific. Um, I've seen some podcasters where they wrote requests to have it removed and a lot of their good stuff was gone. You know, and they just started all over. So, um, yeah, and there's quite a few YouTube channels about how to get really a good launch um, Anchor's really offering some tutorials, some audio tutorials of how to promote and make your episodes a little better. Um, I really, I was listening to some of them last night and going back to those basics, I believe were really helpful. So thank you, Anchor, for making those available for the podcast use. Now, um, there's, there's debates of whether you should record material every day. Or, and I did in the beginning, but I'm more like want to record maybe once, twice, three times a week. And I like to go over my material that I've already published and, um, 
you know, maybe sometimes I need to add little additions, but I feel that, you know, me taking my time, being consistent. So say like if I want to put out my show on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays, well, then those are the days. And you can let your listeners know, expect new material, you know, kind of be proactive. Like, hey, you know what? The next time we're going to talk, I have another issue. I'm going to talk about cars, you know, or whatever. I'm going to talk about buying, going to dealerships, whatever. The point is, is like you're giving, you know, kind of like a sample or or tools for the next um, edition, you know, the next episode. I feel that's very helpful um, as I've been listening to the more well-rounded podcasters that do have quite a few listeners that meet with people. And I feel that that is kind of like, an ingredient I feel for success so you're setting yourself up and not just wing it now some people can wing it and just make an episode out of whatever thin air but um, for me specifically I'm shifting towards I'm going to start making commercials at the end of my episode that I just published and let people know well you know the next time we're recorded we're going to talk about da 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 so that might help you in the longer run because you're leaving your you're letting your guests know who want to listen um and the next part is how you invite people how you meet people uh, talking to people um i'm hearing about these different podcast movements and conferences where you can go and you just meet different podcasters and i think the most powerful school is to network a lot through the podcasting world because that you might find connections for producers that really can help you with your station, sometimes for free, sometimes for a fee, you know. So I really feel that those who understand the marketing and production part, the, the back end of making podcasts, um, you know, I, I feel they are like a resource that you really do need to tap in. Now, um, recently I did make a page for this specific podcast on Facebook. It's Good Vibes with Jason B. Um, I'm putting more time into it. I'm trying to connect my Twitter. So I'm working on a lot of little things. But the next step for me is, is I am going to go video. And I am going to record audio at the same time. And I'm working on recording with friends but in a different light, not through the Anchor app so much, but more through the external apps that you can download for free. You can record two or three people and they just have to, you know, call into this internet line and it's, it's, it's a little easier. So you can pause the discussions, you know, you can turn off and on and I've been learning that there is, you can use Skype, but, um, what I'm finding out, it's a little bit more difficult to use Skype. So the way it's going to benefit you in Skype is if um, you are going to have to pay for it um, when you have callers that are calling into your Skype line. So you, you can't just record mobile. There's always these restrictions. So be open for um, the different avenues. And I've really found a lot of material on YouTube about bettering my podcast using outsourced app applications and resources to record with people and companies and um that's another thing you know uh, so speaking about my interviewees um 
and the experts. Um, there's a couple that I really want to talk to. I want to talk to Z from Integrity Radio, and I want to talk to him specifically about martial arts per se. I talk, I interviewed him last year. <coughs> Excuse me. And he gave me a personal shout out because I was listening to his station. <coughs> Excuse me. So I listened to his station and, you know, he sent me a shout out. Hey, I'd love to record with you. I'd love to talk with you, you know. He's asking me all this good stuff. So um, I, I really feel that I'm really privileged to talk to people. Um, I had a great interview with Maria Humphreys from Strong Body, Strong Soul um, last week. Um, didn't get many listens, but you know, that's the beautiful thing about podcasting. Don't react to the initial publication. Give it some time, give it a month and then look at how you promoted it. You know, maybe people don't have time. Maybe you promoted a time where, so you got to be respectful of your public and, um, the interviewees really can make or break your, your station at times. I feel that people that want to listen to you it's better to listen to two people but when you're speaking from a narration or a narrative aspect of recording podcasts um list going on to who would i find interesting mind valley has a lot of schools of thought of how to connect with people um how to become interesting and, and authentic in yourself um the one example that was kind of expressed to me is don't be talking like the teacher from Ferris Bueller where he's calling off the name Ferris, Ferris, Ferris Bueller, you know, and it's just like you could sound really monotone. So I think that's another aspect, you know, you record with friends. Um, take time to listen to your recordings. I think that's really going to help a lot, especially your interviewees. Um, I've done interviews with uh, No Show. Uh, from No Show Theater, and, he, and you know, I, I love that he went and edited our two-hour conversation and, and sampled from it, and really, I felt made me sound interesting, but here's the, the kicker. When you are interviewing with someone, make sure that they give a hyperlink or a uh, some kind of identifier to your station, so if you have a station and you have an Instagram page page for that or a Twitter page, um, give them a hyperlink of where people can look at you and click on you and you can, you know, definitely see. So when they publish an episode, more than likely you get notifications on, oh, well, so-and-so has tagged you with your whatever and you're getting more notices. So as you're being interviewed, um, you got to tap into that resource of promoting yourself, your expertise, your your subject matter, not just on their station, but going forward to be on your station as well. And that's what Anchor used to do. It used to be able to, I believe, record with friends. You'd re- receive the recording. You could publish it yourself and they could. Now it's pretty much they publish it. They're in charge of publishing on their end how they identify you is between you two. So I have that understanding and that agreement of what you can do for publication. I've learned so much material. Um, the one person I would have to say right now, um, that really has taught me a lot just by me listening to him 
is uh, Dwan and Only Fried Oreo. So I do give uh, Dwan a, sh- a personal shout out. What he said in some of his past episodes about podcasting, how he promotes it, how he talks about it, he has quite a few listeners and he sticks to his specific subject matter uh, that he likes to promote in the style that he re- likes and not tries to mix and match with other people's styles, but he sticks to his style. So developing your style of podcasting um, is is very important. I think that you um, have to pay attention to what are your strengths. So look into that, develop it, make it work, whatever you got to do. But, um, you know, and talking to those podcasters that that you that may give you shout outs one of the people i love talking to i love talking to pde life in alaska i love talking to patrick from we live on a planet patrick's on a little bit of a hiatus but that's okay Dwan and only you know fried oreo i do talk to him from time to time maria humphreys strong body strong soul um i do talk to sheena diane but she's we haven't been connecting lately but, um, you know, these are just examples of podcasters that are on, on a regular to semi-regular basis who have a listener base. And it does, I mean, marketing yourself is a full-time job, you know. So if you're interesting, it comes at ease. If you're not that interesting, it is going to take work. So um, spend time auditing or, you know, editing your audio um, I think that some of the best ones are that I think it's what it logic X is a good audio editing tool um, audacity I have not been able to use audacity I've tried in my other computer it didn't work out for me um, GarageBand has been very successful but um, with GarageBand I feel like I got to spend a lot of time studying and learning and practicing because with any audio editing you do have to spend a lot of time practicing using the tools to emphasize your sound. There's different sound filters. Um, there's different, you know, things that you gotta. I think one of the biggest things that you gotta, I gotta tap onto is like when I say ums and ahs, and um, that's just a personal preference. But you can make it better for yourself by learning to clean that up. And sometimes you can edit out certain background noise. What if you don't really have a total quiet space? What if you're recording on the street, you know, at the time? I know some people go to record in parks and, um, and they, just to have a little bit more privacy, but, you know, birds chirping or whatever. Um, whatever it is, you, you got to look at the aspect of where you can emphasize a sound and the message. Um, and you definitely can sample. There are free sample background music, and I've barely just tapped that resource. So if there are any of you that are experts with that, feel free to email me at goodvibesjasonb at gmail.com. I'd greatly appreciate your input. Um, Also, promote other podcasters in your message. Um, Give someone a shout out who's you've listened to their material because their listeners could be your listeners. So if you give a hashtag and you ask for their permission, they're all down for it. You know, even way better for you. 
um, in the long run because they're going to say, well, you know what? It's flattery, it's business, and it's definitely gaining attention. So um, not that any particular podcaster has to, but I do like the aspect of, you know, giving an opportunity and letting someone know specifically what I enjoyed listening to their particular station. So, um, yeah, just be mindful of that. Well, that's all the time I have for this edition about podcasting. Um, Hopefully you found it informative. It's about, you know, 29 minutes long. So if you like the material, feel free to let me know by applauding um, or even just leaving a voicemail if you're on anchor.fm or write me goodvibesjasonb at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Jason, hey, it's Maria. I'm listening to your technical kind of episode here, and I have a couple of comments. I think that you should just delete your Twitter account and start over again. I think you said you don't have many followers anyway, but there's a lot of activity going on, a lot of conversations um, about Anchor and such that you should be a part of on Twitter. So I don't know. That's my advice to you. Also, in response to some of your stuff that you're saying here, one of the things I would add to the mix of how to maybe make your people's shows out there a little more listener friendly it's true the audio quality usually over the course of my couple of years out here I tend to disregard the audio quality on occasion obviously if I'm at a water polo game or such but the volume matters well unless it's for comic relief But I didn't realize that audio quality mattered to people so much. Over the course of my time out here, people have been telling me, just keep doing what I'm doing and it's fine. Once in a while, it's not that good a quality and sometimes I'm more proud of it. But yesterday I had a conversation with a couple of guys that I know and they were talking about fantasy football. And they were talking about fantasy football podcasting. And they said, it's always really high quality or normally on the more popular shows. So yes, like you said, if people are out here just doing it for an audio blog kind of thing, just for fun, a bunch of guys sitting around drinking beer and talking about football, that's fine. But if your quality isn't that good, people might not listen. Um, So it was just funny to hear it from these men about fantasy football. Interesting. Could you tell the difference in the audio quality on that last message? I put the headset back on right now, but I noticed that last call, even without the headset, has a little bit of a hum in the background. I think it's on the messaging feature because that noise doesn't happen when I record a real episode into the Anchor app. Hmm, very interesting. But I also wanted to comment on your point about listening to other podcasts and seeing what they're doing to get listener engagement. And while that is all fine and good, and absolutely you want to emulate work out there. You want to emulate good behavior out there in all sorts of walks of life, of course. But in podcasting, same thing, of course. But you want to be careful not to think you're looking around for the hottest topic and you're going to create a podcast for instance, about being a vegan, just because being a vegan is popular right now, or of course, it's okay to hop around on the topics like that. Like on my show, I have 
vegan interviews, sexuality interviews, depression, social media addiction. <laughs> but let me switch to the, the sharing content comment that you just made. Absolutely. You know, my friends don't share my stuff around either. But it's interesting because I've noticed that even when I do interview someone great, they have a hard time understanding sometimes that it would benefit them to share the, the information as well. Like you interviewed me last week. Thank you. Thank you for sharing my voice on your show. But I immediately put a link to your show onto my Twitter and onto my Instagram so that people could find the interview to help people get to your show to hear me. But it's a collaboration. That's what it's all about out here. So you want to help people by posting for them. So anyway, okay, I'm done with my little bit of a ramble of all these messages. Remember in the old days when you could go ahead and hear your own message to see what you said in the last one so you could think of, so you wouldn't repeat yourself? Oh, well. <laughs> and I didn't think to number these because I wasn't sure how many messages I was going to leave. So great episode. Thanks, Jason. Keep using your voice. Keep doing your thing. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.